Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hey, hey Petty bitches. bitches. Welcome to Petty Little Things. This is Davina Devine. And this is Victoria Secret. And Davina just blew my mind. Oh. Uh, Davina and Devine are almost exactly the same <laughs> words. Yes, they're just, you, you swap out the A's and the E's. I mean, you know a lot about your A's and A's, but like, Jesus, that really, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so. I don't know what that's called. I'm sure there's a, there's a grammatical word for that somewhere. Some clever clog is going to write yeah. to you now after this. Well, listen, you know, you, you spend your time doing that, and I'll spend my time doing this. Sorry about that. Well, listen, it's, it's been a hot, it feels like it's been ages, doesn't it? Ages. Mm. Ages. But well, we recorded the last episode a little bit early. Since then, you've become a huge star. Yeah, Davina Arena. You, were, you weren't a star before. <laughs> no. I went away, so now you're a star. Davina arena yeah um i used to do that i know <laughs> and then somebody because i was singing like i said i made the joke at the tree arena i was like oh yeah i'm Javina arena i only do arenas and then someone someone in the in the crew said started singing i'm in chains and i i started singing i'm in chains and they said i just sang that and i said oh, i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like it didn't sound like that Literally. so tell us how it was you've only had one day off yeah i i'm only kind of coming around now I still feel kind of like I'm asleep. Yeah, you actually, your I, eyes are I still, I did see the, the what killing was, um, so like we did, um, Belfast was the week before, was, that was the first arena, that was the SSE. Yeah. And then there was five, three arenas. Did but it feel very Protestant or? Well, I was afraid of that, to be honest, because Belfast, 
I'm sure I know we have people listening up north, which are like, you know. Yeah, not you answering that yeah. really seriously. I was <laughs> no, afraid. Like. No, because I am, because I always feel like Belfast audiences, if I'm just being honest, yeah. are sometimes a little, um, actually just Belfast people in general. Go on. <laughs> are just sometimes a little bit kind of, they can be a bit gruff. A what's bit kind gr- of gruff mean? Like just a bit kind of. I don't cranky or kind of like, I, I just feel like people up north are just a bit crankier, so, I feel. to establish, you've arrived here with a Christmas cheer. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm just sorry I just say it like it is. I say Meanwhile, what I Trudy, uh, uh, Trudy, Rusty, all the girls who listen are going to be yeah, like, you listen, fucking Do you know bitch. what? They fucking say the same. They're like, they're like it's, it's just one of those things. But I felt like, and I've, to be honest, I felt like that in London as well. I felt like the English, English audiences are like that as well. Mm-hmm. You're Irish. And then if you're from the north, it's like the Northern Ireland is like their own thing. Yeah. If you're from the South, you're an outsider. The UK are like that as well. Right. You don't feel everywhere else in the world. Well, it's funny you say that because I like, short story, saw Victoria Monet in London and I met her backstage and she, the first thing she said oh, was... this Sasha Colby? You no, know, Victoria <laughs> Monet. And when the first thing when I said, uh, she goes, where are you from? Ireland. She goes, I've never performed in Ireland, mm. but all I hear from everyone is that the best audiences in the world are in Ireland. And yeah. I was like, you know the way they say that on stage? Yeah. I do think it's, I do think it's true because I think Irish people are just very warm. Yeah. And I think when there's, when they get going as well, they're like, oh, and they want to be the best. Yeah. They want to be the best audience and they yeah. want people to say, oh, there was a great crowd. They do want that. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. kind of had that fear just in London that it was going to be a bit just... I see. Cause Is I it not all Irish people at those shows Well, though? I tell you, I've I done a gig for, I did a gig for Mac before, for years ago. I remember. Remember, and I was yeah. launching one of their new foundations and they booked me to do this, this kind of press gig to host it in London. Mm-hmm. And it was the worst audience of my life. And there was uh, influencers and all there. Like there was some famous kind of English drag queens. There was... Um, What's your point she was performing at it. Yeah, oh, but yeah. there was people in the audience. Must be nice she showed up. She was, well, she was riddled with anxiety. Oh God. Yeah, riddled with anxiety. Couldn't, uh, like they, and they said to her, I'll just give her a few more gins, she'll be fine. <gasps> so they did and wow. she was fine. She was, she was literally rattling. I mean, rat like shake, shaking with the nerves. Normally when you use the word riddled, it's like a different ending on that no, sentence. No, she, so. she was rattling with the nerves, literally. So, uh, but that audience was absolutely horrible to me. Oh God. They were horrible. Like they were just, um, and also the production company were English as well. And they were awful. So I just had this kind of like, that was the worst gig I ever did in my life. Yeah. And I love working with Mac. The Mac people were amazing to work with. Mm. Um, but it was, it was the audience and it was because they, they, they wrote this script. The production company had wrote a script for me. It yeah. was like 17 pages long. This oh is, and I've worked, bearing in mind, bearing in mind, I have, I've worked for Mac. I know how to sell a foundation. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not just some random queen coming off. Like I have anyone I was overqualified to do this. I could sell sand to the Arabs. I literally right. would, could do anything. And they had all these fucking boom, 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 jokes. Yeah. You know, we ended the prom like rotten, like, you know, old school English drag jokes. Yeah. I was like, I don't talk like that. Uh, it's not you. Not at all. Like yeah. the reason Mac hired me was because I was... Irish and kind of fun and genuine. Yeah. And then next thing they come in and they, they fucking ruined it. The production company ruined it for me and the audience themselves were horrible. Yeah. They were just, and so I just had that in my head that like London audience were going to be a bit awkward and the Belfast is going to be awkward. And they were both amazing. Love it. Because I think the girls, my therapist goes to me, have such a big Irish following. Uh-huh. So there was full of like Irish girls. And if you guess them, then you're similar humour. Yeah. Do you like, like you're not going to see the girls and then, you know, like, and, and to be honest, we were talking and it's like, um, that's all part of, I think, the charm of that podcast is that they're two Irish girls, you know, yeah. so having Irish support makes yeah. sense as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. That script, did you use any of it? 
I really, I, do you know what, like they were so, I, I kind of basically, like it was such a lesson learned because I said, I'm not going to use that script. So I started having, I was like, can I get some cue cards? Cause I'm not going to remember all this. Oh, 100% so I, got, points. I got cue cards. Mm. I swear to God, I had about 80 cue cards. Fucking hell. Because they, because I kept saying that. So if I know I've learned my lesson that if that ever happened to me again, I would just say, I'm not using that. Yeah. You have to be like, no, Yeah. this is what I'm doing. Uh-huh. This is how I roll. I let them fuck me over uh-huh, and I let uh-huh. that happen so I and never. Then, then you're in your head then, do you know what I mean and then but that's not why I'm there to be like because I did other stuff here for them for uh, Viva Glam for um, World AIDS Day I did loads of and they were like that's why they hired me yeah that's why I got the gig so yeah so I, that was a lesson learned never ever let a fucking production company into your ear and these fucking PR people fucking telling you what's what get uh-huh, fucked uh-huh, uh-huh. get fucked yeah. I'm the talent you're a fucking admin yeah. pen pusher do you know what I mean uh, fuck I, off <laughs> I also was given a 17 page script last week and I didn't about now I asked could I just say things my own words and just I knew once I knew what was happening mm. I like keep it going but there was one part I had to interview someone who was very senior in the company okay. so I had to that had to be scripted okay. like it was I didn't even know what the questions meant yeah. to be honest but but I was trying to read what the next mm-hmm. question was while the person was answering, but I was trying to also look like I was listening yeah. too. So you start doing, it's like, you're like when you're trying to rub your yeah. belly and like tap your head at the same time. Because like, it becomes oh. not natural. And the thing I would think as well is like, do these people not realise that other people can realise when it's not genuine? Right. So like these fucking people making these scripts and writing this crap, uh-huh. do they not fucking know that like people know that this sounds like bullshit? Uh-huh. So that fucking drives me nuts. <laughs> like it actually, so I've just learned my lesson. I'm just like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. Oh my I'm not God. fucking saying that. And like, it's bullshit. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm very passionate about it like this week. Um, so yeah. Just pen pushers fucking beware. Just right. like I'm all for taking notes and taking, you know, like little critiques that you can do. Yeah. But I'm not for being told what to do. Okay, fair. I'm not fucking having that. Tell me one thing that happened backstage that no one knows about. Um, let me see. Did you know what? There was, we had such a laugh backstage. Yeah. Like it was, it was just so relaxed. Good. It was so relaxed. And so there was zero stress. Those pitches are like, all right, are we on? They get ready and like, I mean, like Love. they're proper, like l- l- quicker than drag. They're like into their costumes, yeah. <laughs> down the stairs. We're all walking to the stage with like a glass of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we drank a lot of champagne. Oh, really? We drank a lot of champagne. Yeah. Like, Are you, you I, champagne? Yeah, I, I'm a... a <laughs> I'm a connoisseur now. Oh my god! I was at one point. I was like, "Oh, it's not that champagne." <laughs> and now you're about to go back to fucking warm orange juice. Because literally, we were saying, um, uh, Joanne was saying she's like, "Vogue got me onto the champagne," and I'm like, "And the last time you got me onto the champagne." Uh-huh. So now I feel like. Remember, I was like, oh, "I don't drink champagne." We yeah. went to New York. Me and you went to New York, and I was like, "Yeah, I have glass champagne." So now. <laughs> Three of us are like, champagne, not good. So you're going to put that in your rider for the George like, now? Yeah, listen, I'd be glad to get a bottle of like Sidon in that place. No, 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 Mickey Finn's. Oh, listen, yeah, good tea rot. Oh my God. So yeah, so, the, so we did the SSE, which was actually amazing. Yeah. And um, then we did the three, which, yeah, it was just a wild experience. Like just, Love. it just, looked fab. I mean, I was away from most of it, but I was watching from afar mm. and it did look like you were genuinely having fun Yeah, and you didn't look anxious. Do you, not at all. Do you know what's so Good. funny? Like the, um, I honestly thought I would going to be, I was going to be like the, the Wednesday night when we started in the three, uh, Steve and Stephen Dowling, who's Ed's watch, he came in and he was like, I just kept pacing. 
Yeah. I just kept walking around in a circle in the dressing room. Just, yeah. And he said, you just, he said, stop. Like I literally, I, I say for about an hour, I yeah. just kept walking in circles. It was like a dog trying to have a shit. You know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming now. I was like, and I just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just do another lap and I just kept talking because I was like, my body was really nervous. I think the yeah. adrenaline was like so much. But then when it came down to going on, I was like, ca- ca- like calm as anything. Yeah. And um, your, your body just switches into like this, yeah. like fight or like survival mode yeah. almost. But then once you've got one done. Well, uh, you know, that's the other thing as well. Like how many times like, you know, do you get to, like when you do that, even when you did like, you know, mm. doing the one, you psych yourself when you're like, this is going to be the big night. And you just, yeah. you're like, this is it. Yeah. And you're like, you realize. Oh, I have another four to do. Yeah. And you're kind of going, oh my God. So it's. But then you can enjoy them when you're doing several of them. But I enjoyed every single one. Good. It was amazing. Okay, good. And you know, I kept thinking, oh my God, this is the night. This night's going to be, this night something's going to go wrong. This night's going to be bad. Yeah. This is the night something's going to happen. Yeah. Nothing. It was fucking perfection every night. The people I brought up on stage were great crack. The audience were amazing. There was Love literally, it. I'm just like, I'm touching wood now. I'm like, I don't want, because I have four, four, more, to four do. more to do. Yeah. But I'm just like, it just was like a literal dream. Yeah. Like it just couldn't, there was just not one thing I would have changed about it. Like right, it was well, absolutely if anyone perfect. didn't get tickets for it, my therapist yeah. goes to me and wants to see a great show. I'll be hosting to be in a show on Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> which is later on today. Yes. Uh, you won't even be in Dublin anyway. No. Come here. I wanted to talk to you about straight people, particularly straight couples in gay bars. Um, so okay. I, was, I was in London after the concert. This is a very touchy subject now. I'm, I want them there. Okay. I'm happy for them to be mm-hmm. there. But the, an incident happened. So firstly, Eras was hosting the show. This in London, yeah? Yeah. She filled me full of drink. Drinks, tickets, oh. shots, the works. <laughs> Lovely. Really, really. So I was having a great that time. change. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so um, I'm standing there with Calvin. And this girl is with a fella right behind us. And she's practically lying on him. And she'd been knocking into me already. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, the club was really busy. Busy, but lying on someone. So I just turned lying on him. Yeah. Like she, like all her body weight was practically okay. on him. So I just and turned standing around. Up. These two people are standing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just turned around and I said, I know it's really busy guys, but like, you don't need to be on top of someone. Like, was, it, was that because they were taking up too much space, was it? Yeah. Okay. But, but also no, they'd no, they'd no thought for anyone around mm. them. They were like, were they, they were the only people in the room. Not locked, no. Okay. Just obnoxious. Okay. And he, the boyfriend straight away got aggro with me. He oh. goes, it's a busy club, man. What do you think? What's going to happen? I'm like, well, obviously he didn't have an Irish accent for his yeah. <laughs> And I was fucking right. And that's not, I said it nice mm. to you. So one, you're in our space. Mm-hmm. Okay. You've loads of spaces. Go to them if you yeah. want to carry on like how you're carrying on right now. But in this space, that's now how we behave because we don't behave like that to each other yeah but for some reason that seems to be kind of the norm i feel like that's a, that's a, a thing i think though that a lot of gays feel like it's like this is our space and and, th- and it is and it should be a safe space but it should be a safe space for everybody yes and that is the thing it's like i know what you're saying and, and I, so I hear about these kind of frustrations all the time yeah about people saying oh you know it's getting very straight and da 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 but it's like you can't really say that because it's like like it, it should be a safe space for all that's the whole point yeah. of it but i also wa- i want them there, though. Yeah, I but, do. but they should have respect no matter who they fucking are. I don't Absolutely, care who that's they true. fucking are. Just yeah. have fucking respect. If you're going to come, enjoy the show. But respect, respect everybody. They weren't even watching the show. But you see, that's, that but that in that. itself is disrespect. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's yeah. what I would like. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, heiress must have eyes in the back of her head because from the other side of the room, she saw it going on. She goes, Do you need me to get security? And like, <laughs> I fucking love that. And I was yeah. like, No, no, it's grand. I'm just right. She was doing security <laughs> herself. Um, 
But that happens all the time. It's like yeah. over the like tale as old as time. Oh god. That has been happening. And now I feel like more than ever. People are so obnoxious and they have this entitlement mm-hmm. that they think that they can just behave whatever way. Yeah. But that's just not in, in like LGBT spaces. That's everywhere. Yeah, it's People true. Are fucking pigs. Yeah, I, I just think that our community looks after itself a little bit yeah. better. Do you know what I mean? There's something about that. So if you're in the space and you're bringing your mates or whatever. Can I just say also, I feel like since COVID people are fucking nuts. Nuts. They never, I know people are always kind of like a bit piggy, mm. but they've, they've got particularly bad. Yeah. And I know I can, we can't keep, like, I keep, ref- I hate reference and even naming COVID, mm. but I do feel like that socially there's been a massive shift. I really do feel yeah. that. Well, like even on, on Twitter, I, there's been a couple of nights over the last weeks that I've been on and I've seen comments that I want to comment back to. Oh, yeah. But I feel muted because of how crazy people are Not worth it. online and they're going to come at me and they're going to call me a groomer and they're going to call me and like they're all of the, it. It gets so heavy straight away because the craziness online, mm-hmm. that wasn't there before either. No. So now I'm like reading these things. I'm getting so angry. I'm closing the app and I'm going, don't reply to them because it's just going to open the fucking door. It does. And it's, they just want airtime. Mm-hmm. And obviously I think as well, there's so much people have that anger of being told what to do mm-hmm. and their life controlled. And it's like, now it's like, you won't tell me what to do. No. I will do what I want because yeah. I'm free now. Yeah. And I feel like there's that mentality of like, oh, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's what I feel like. Cause yeah. I, I sense it all the time and I feel like I'm, I'm very probably hyper aware. Uh-huh. Of what's going on around me. I'm always looking at what's going on and probably, probably too much so. But it's that, that's, we're going to come to that later on in it because I have stuff to say about that. Okay. Is that, uh, that really affects me, like kind of like how other people's behavior affects me. Yeah. And that is, that's, I, that has only really happened since COVID. Yeah. I want, I, I definitely know. want more on that. I need to tell you about, um, an instant that happened almost. Sorry, guys, if you can hear me, I'm actually just having a little Krispy Kreme donut <laughs> and a cup of tea. <laughs> On your days off, you're an L1. I am. I'm a full blown L1. Yeah. And then when I'm working, I'm a full blown rock star. So, like, like, literally, oh you, like, yeah, I go from naught to sixty in about eight and a half hours. Oh my god! Right. Well, in well in New York, we all went for some food, and it didn't agree with me and Russell. Oh. Okay, but it took a while. <laughs> so. They Okay. <laughs> so it's Black Friday. I go into the city. Mm. New York is very hard to find a toilet in general. Oh like God. they don't want to let you in anywhere. The toilet stalls are gross. Gross. Fucking gross. gross. So there I am. I'm I'm trying to get sleepers because you know I love a sleeper. Yeah. So I'm in Dwayne Reed or wherever. And my stomach just starts gurgling. Oh no. But it what did you have? Oh, I think we had Mexican food that day. Oh and God, I just suggested this for like after the pod. I was like, now I'm kind of going, oh, I'm going to regret that. <laughs> and it was, it was delish. Don't mm. get me wrong. Okay. But then, so my stomach started gurgling and I have never felt how I felt in that particular way. Okay. And I felt my face, just the colour drain oh, no. from it. That's horrible. And then I straight away was thinking, right, well, where is the nearest bathroom? I need to use the bathroom. I asked one of the staff and he was like, no, we don't have any toilets in here. And I was like, the fucking lies for a start. Yeah. There's a toilet in here. Um, and then I was like, I just turned to Calvin. I was like, I have to go. <laughs> what is with you and shitting yourself? <laughs> I've never shit myself. Shitty I've, Vicky. I, <laughs> oh, we found something that rhymes my name. So then I, I was like, okay, I have to go. He goes, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, you know, you don't need to be asked when, when there's something wrong. Like, like, I'll see you when I see you. I ran out the door and there was a Starbucks across the street. Oh. 
Now, New York doesn't have more than one stall, no, really, never. in most places. What's that about? I don't fucking know. So I get in there and destroy I the place. See, <laughs> no, I see the queue. Oh, no. How many people do you think were in the queue for one cubicle? Uh, oh, I don't know. How many people? Like just eight? guess. No. What? It was pushing 20. What? I swear to God. It was right down this hallway and I'm standing there like this. So I have my arms crossed. Then I was too hot. So I took my jacket off. Oh my gosh. I were just, you queuing? I was queuing. Did you not go somewhere else? Where? Oh my God. There's gosh. nowhere to go. I've, and since then, I've actually f- found an Instagram page that tells you all the free toilets that there are in New York. Because um, my Russell always says to me, you have to pee. Whenever you're somewhere, go pee while there is a toilet because you don't know when the next one you'll see. So I, I got there anyway. I didn't I didn't have an accident on the street. Oh my but gosh. it was touching go, girl. Oh, jeez. You know, the cold sweats were happening. Turtle time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't. But okay, on a lighter note, yeah. we are girls that have girls left. Tickets. Well, like touch and touch and go. Uh, yeah, you we, got them. Yeah, we did. I did get them. Yeah, and actually, I had to say, like, it was really hard to kind of to get. The, well, to get the tickets was yeah. like because it was obviously like a lot of one tickets. Oh wow! Get one ticket, and then it was obviously people had to get a basket. They were going back. Oh yeah, yeah of course. And uh, yeah, so we're sitting in East Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Are we? So you've gone from on stage to? Yeah. Uh, I literally said that on stage. I said because uh, the way like they had you know like there's like so many tiers. Yeah, and then it's like the backwards. So with the lights were like you could only see so much, and then every so often they turn the lights on, and I'd say, "Oh my god, there's more people up there," <laughs> and I'd be like, "Shout out to my people up there." I was like. I'll be sitting there for girls aloud. I was like, over. <laughs> so are we in the ditch for this? No, we're up in the top. Like we're okay. The, we're like, do you know you what know. though? Like I have to say, after well st- standing, well, uh, just because of my latest endeavors in Tree Arena, yeah, I might be able to swing something really fab. Oh, so we'll leave that with me. Oh, TBC. Oh, yeah. TBC. Oh my god, I have all the connections now that yeah. you've done this. Love TBC. it. Okay, fingers crossed. Well, I'm excited now. I wasn't before. I'm finally excited. Uh, Sunday I watched about six different interviews with Girls mm-hmm. Live. And so did I. And can I just say, they were all the same interviews. All the, I was just about to say that. All the same. Why just do one interview and just, yeah. like, they must have been told what to say. And they were all, the, they obviously had got bored. So they were all start telling each other's stories. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I know it was that. And I have to say. Why did we keep watching? I watched six interviews back to back. I just was curious. Sometimes paint my face. I like watching stuff that I don't have to like concentrate you, on too much. What was your takeaway? Uh, my takeaway is that they are really trying to look warm yes. with Nadine. Yes. And Nadine doesn't really care about them, really. I think she's fine about it. Like, I don't think she's well, like, she doesn't feel the need to be close. But like, they didn't even know much about her restaurant in in America. Well, who does? Ah, uh, we did. We always used to like no, but laugh like, about who that. Does, no one really does. Everyone knows. Like, it's, and it closed down. Yeah, no, but I know. But like, they were like in a band. They were around each other all the time. I just don't like, think she's a very nice person. Nadine. Yeah, I just get that vibe of her. Like, they actually seem like I met you and Kimberly before. She was lovely. Yeah, lovely. And I and they seem close. I think they're just they normal. seem close. Yeah, and I say Nicholas she, seems real normal. I'd say she's a weapon and. Now, Sarah, God rest her. I know. I, I did get emotional now listening yeah. to... There was one where Cheryl really cracked a little bit. Mm. And I was like, oh God, it's so fucking bad. Especially, her I think, mom, if you're working with people and something like that happens, like, and you have that bond, mm. and then all of a sudden they're kind of gone. Like, that's... they. And it, I, to be honest, you could tell looking at them, you could see she was missing. Yeah. I realised she was my favourite Girls Aloud. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I knew, like, I kind of just loved Girls Aloud as a whole. Mm-hmm. But when she was missing, I was like, actually... 
I always grab my my uh, visual. I was graduate graduate. Um, yeah, was it gravitated towards Sarah? Of course, yeah. Um, and yeah, like I I heard some stories now about Sarah. Like that, like she, you know, she was chaotic. Yeah, like I remember one time, um, she was performing a gig up in Belfast, mm-hmm. and she was dead late for mm-hmm. the gig. She was supposed to be on, I think, at like half ten. Yeah, she arrived at the venue. She missed her. She, the flight was late, so she got a late flight. She got to the venue for ten o'clock. Jesus. They lost her luggage. She had to go to the drag queen's dressing room. She was like, "Who has makeup?" She sat. She was stressed out. She was doing her makeup. She was like, "Like, oh my god!" Yeah, she said that she was said she was lovely, but she was just. Manic. Manic. Uh-huh. And yeah, so, but they said she was really sweet. She was yeah. just a bag of chaos. Yeah. Like, so which it's kind of like, that. that's kind of like the vibe you got off Big Brother. But she was like, she was definitely a driving force in that band. Mm. And she had some amazing harmonies. She really did. And great lines. Yeah. And even the flat note, like everyone mm. loves that. Here I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. She'd be missed. So you, you think that Nadine is not nice. Well, I have goss about oh. something else for you that I haven't said. Oh. And that you don't like this artist. So I think you'll live for this. So... I got talking to someone oh. a while away and they had been working on a Jesse Ware oh, stuff. Very good. Yeah. And had acknowledged that there was a lot of change happening and not the warmest person anymore. Oh, so right. her brand is nice. Yeah. Mumsy. Yeah. Loves everyone. Frumpy. Do you know what I mean? A little bit. Yeah. But like she, I, I got like, Dickhead now. That's what I got. So that's what with that. I mean, I don't know how true so it would is. You see, so would uh, you? So, well, I'm going to take it as the God's, God's <laughs> I knew, honest truth. I knew you would. Yeah. And you'd love it. So but I was see. sitting there. So I'm having my dreams are all coming true this year. So I'm I'm having Jess Glynn. I'm having Jesse Ware. Yeah. I'm having Roisin Murphy. Yeah. Who else am I having? Uh, just Jesse Ware there. Uh, I said her. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, so yeah. So I'm I'm getting all all the ones that I'm. I'm shooting all the ducks. You doing voodoo? Yeah, I have a shrine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm praying like in Potomac. Oh my god! So you missed Madonna? I know. And I, I, I was there, and I was a bit lit. But during like a pair, because obviously you perform like yeah. a pair, I was like, oh, I'm raging. You know how you're like, I'm raging. <laughs> I mean, the bitch was two hours late, so I was even more lit than and I had they planned did, to be. They said that she's getting a cut of the bar. Is that true? I don't think that's true. I it? doubt it. So why is she so late all the time? I just think she doesn't want, she's ready when she's ready. Do you know what I mean? No, but like when you see those big arena shows and like even like working on the the, the tour, like there it's to the minute. Yeah. Because everybody's time is money. Yeah. So why is she late? I don't know. That's weird. Like I don't understand why that is because it's, it's the production. It's not like, you know, she's due on at certain times. Yeah. It's like if, if something goes wrong, that's once, but not like all the time. Yeah, I, I'd it, love it, to know. It's really annoying as well because when her show finished, there was no public transport, and Zigodome is like way out. So wow. like, I had that's pre- very unfair, really unfair. And I pre-booked because you know what we do when mm-hmm. we can't get a taxi is we do and don't tell anyone if you're listening. We get a sneaky Uber back and we yeah. pre-book them because then you know it's going to show up. Um, so that was booked, but I missed the last three songs because it went even later than I had thought it would go. Oh. Um, it was really good. She was so engaging. She spoke loud to the crowd. Some man tried to speak while she was speaking the first time. Yeah. And she went, what do you think you're doing? I'm talking. Yeah. Nobody's here to listen to you. Oh, and I was like, oh, that's one for the drag queens. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that her cameras uh, had a filter on them. Because the the visuals that I could see on yeah. screen 
wow, she, she looked yeah. amazing. And not to say that she doesn't look amazing because she's definitely had a, a fresh little bit of work done again. I would love to see that. I would love to see it the show. It's really good. And do you know what I don't like about um, her shows is I don't like the way she edits her tour videos. Oh, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Like, I actually just want to watch the show. She yeah. has all these special effects that she puts on, mm. like zooms in and kind of like t- these weird TikTok event, um, yeah. kind of filters. Awful. She did it like her life story. So Bob the Drag Queen was actually the storyteller, the narrator. And Can he, I ask why was he in that? Uh, she's worked with him a few times. Why? Uh, I don't know. What's the, what? I don't see the draw So I there. think when Stonewall was 50, was that right? Stonewall 50? Mm-hmm. Um, she booked a load of drag queens between local girls and like drag race girls. And they must have just got on. But also I have a feeling that one of our kids watches Bob a lot. Do you okay. Know but Bob cancelled a huge sold out tour to go on this tour with her as well. Yeah. And like big venues as well. He was fucking Perfect for it. He didn't make it about him. Yeah. He was like telling the story about when she went to New York and then it would like the the screen visuals would go 1970, whatever. And then like she'd come out and she'd perform the song and she'd talk. Very good. Now, did it feel like it was 310 euros for standing? I don't know. Production wise, compared to what Beyonce and Taylor Swift are doing, I don't know if it felt like the same kind of level. But stage looked amazing. Stage was really good, but it was really good. Poor Sophia. Little small arse could see <laughs> fucking nothing because we were standing. Yeah. See, I'm done with standing. Unless I'm right at I the front. so too. Unless we're in the pit. Yeah, unless I'm right at the front. Ian, my friend Ian was there and he was right up the front. Yeah. Like if you can't see up, yeah, you can't see up there, can't see up their nose, there's no point in being that close. Can I tell you something? I mm. was getting slagged for going to see the Spice Girls when I was like whatever age yeah. in school. And I was pretending that I really fancied Victoria. Oh yeah. And I said, I was so close and like her skirt was so short <laughs> and like you could see up her tights <laughs> but it was like I was trying to justify it in some oh weird like gosh. don't clock me way so that's after to well, give me a flashback now we'll actually we'll all be on high alert in the dressing room she'll be trying to look up her skirts licking her pervy lips <laughs> oh my god Peaches was backstage at the show on Sunday speaking of pervy lips not a pair of pants to her name all I can see no. is Barbie box tights yeah no, so just went don't just to be aware that with no pants but still like wooden legs like saddling wooden <laughs> and um yeah poor El Peach she's back uh, we got great response to the last episode that she yeah, did yeah people people yeah. said it was very good so I'm glad you well, she enjoyed. came to Belfast with me yeah how was that <laughs> she was brilliant we wait had such did, is this the one that she brought the ugly shoes to yeah no that was when we went to the image awards okay <laughs> them shoes she put them shoes on on Sunday I was like oh, oh I recognise them no from it wasn't stories. them shoes was it not no there's actually there's, she has two pairs of monstrosities oh god uh, but when we were up in Belfast she was actually great to have and okay. she's great kind of like she's calm and influenced but she kept saying to me we were staying in the hotel right opposite the arena yeah. and afterwards she kept going 11,000 people <laughs> babes I'm like what and she's like that's amazing I was like yeah I was like can we talk about something else she, she was like I'm more excited than you are I was like yeah was like, you get more excited about everything that I do yeah. and I just kept eye rolling at her going oh my god and then she's like oh bam she was like she's like I have to get that as a meme of you me just eye rolling her because <laughs> like then my life I was her being super enthusiastic and positive and me just eye rolling going oh my god she's so positive isn't she so positive so positive it's sickening and I'm just so like cynical 
Yeah. And like, oh, <laughs> oh my god! But that's why it kind of works. And she's she's it's great to have her back. It's so fun. It's so great. Mm. I want her to stay. Yeah, I want to ask your opinion because you lived in Toronto. I did. I went to Montreal. Yes, I went to Montreal as well. I told you. Yeah, but for a couple of hours. Yes, I was there for four days. By the way, there was nothing to do. I, I was there for three days. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you only went for no, one night. No, no, oh no, two days was two days. Okay, yeah, nothing to do. Every person we asked, they said the same thing, which was go up this mountain. But mm. it was foggy; you couldn't see it. And you went. Night. You went around the same time of year that I did. It's very cold. So fucking cold. Was it icy snow? A little bit. Yeah. That wasn't my issue. Like we were having some, the food was gorgeous, by Mm. the way. Like that was top tier. My real issue was, I don't know if it's Canadians or French Canadians. Are they AI people? There's something just not switched on when you chat to them. They're not connecting with you. Is it Canadians or is it French Canadians? Well, Toronto people are lovely. Okay. They're they're actually quite warm. Okay. I did notice a big difference. And I think it's the French thing as well. Mm. It does feel like you go, it does, I felt like you're going to like another country. Like I felt like it's Canada, but it felt like, it felt very European. Yeah. And that is definitely the French influence for sure. They they are a different kind of kettlefish altogether. It's just like, like anything we ask. It was like, do not compute. Yeah. Do not compute. Did you like, see Celine Dion's restaurant? No. Yeah, she's. Well, I don't know if they're still gone, but they were, they were there at the time when I was there. Okay, fair. Yeah, like no. Like, There's you know not what? much to do. Not much. No. Not much. I mean, that's an overstatement. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do. Okay. Everyone was like, have you gone for this food? I'm like, yeah. Like we did all the food the first day. Yeah. Like, I, like we did went you go to the biodome thing. Uh, no, we didn't go to the bio. Yeah, thing. that was interesting. But we went to uh, Cabaret Madeau, which yes. is the world famous drag show. Mm. Being honest, it's for Hindus. Really? It's for Hindus. Like they're catering towards the Hindus. I met a so, gorgeous fellow there. Did you? Yeah. I well, see, you had eyes in the prize. Like, I was, and then I fell down the stairs. Why is it in Canada and fallen? I fell yeah, as well. I fell and says nearly broke my two knees. Jesus. I was like, I, was, I literally was like, I never forget the pain. And I could see like there was blood coming through my tights that were tights at the time. Yeah. And uh, yes. <laughs> the shame. The shame. <laughs> Actually, I'll tell, you a re- I'll tell you a really fucking funny story about, um, I'm just having a flashback now. It just came back to me yeah go on <laughs> so when we got to montreal we it was my friend's birthday my friend nicolette brown yeah it was her birthday and me nicolette brown um mahogany jay brown yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Davina she was Dwayne. fab she was fab and we all buckled into a car and we drove from toronto it was about five hour drive Jesus. and we stayed in this like kind of like a B&B but like we had it all to ourselves because it was like off season so okay. it was like this kind of like big Georgian house um, and we had like a family room but there was no one else in the hotel yeah. so we arrived the man came gave us the keys and there was like when you walk in it was very like I don't know if you remember like when there was a B&B in EastEnders and there was like the front room was like kind of like the office parlour kind of vibe uh-huh. and then we had like you know he he told us where everything was with towels and all this kind of shit so we went out got locked um and uh and I met this gentleman. Mm-hmm. I met this gentleman. Okay, yeah. And he was very, very handsome. And he decided to give me a lift home in mm-hmm. his car. Okay. Or right, so when I went, he's like walked to his car and I, oh my god, when I think back now, I look like an t- actual total hooker. Oh my right? god. Like yeah. and when I walked to the car, it was like a sports car. Yeah. It was really, really low to the ground really low and it was like one of those where the doors went up you know one of them okay yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. so got in the car went off and we, I, I was like 
he's like, oh, let's go to your place. And I was like, we can't really go to my place because we're sharing a room. And, yeah. da, da, da. and I was like, and he's like, oh, can we go to your So I was like, oh, fuck it, come on. I was like, right, okay, well, we can't go in. But I said, we're going to the bathroom. I was like, there has to be somewhere. There's a yeah. room because I have the keys to the house and there has to be somewhere that you can go. Yeah. <laughs> so going to the house, I literally went every fucking room, every fucking room was locked. And I was like walking around this fucking house, trying every fucking room. All the rooms were locked except the parlor. Okay. So my two friends had come home already. Yeah. And uh and they were like, you know, in they were in the room. So I said, fuck it. So we went, we're in the parlor. Yeah. And it was like in the front room of like the house. So we were like, yeah, no, it's whatever. And next having thing, a divine time. Having a divine time. <laughs> yeah. And the next thing, the door just opens. <laughs> yeah. The door just opens. And it's my friend. Okay. Saying, I thought you were gonna say it was the man. No, my friend goes, Oh, I just needed to use the landline because my my cell phone had just died. This is like 2000 and this is 2004. <laughs> <laughs> I need to use the landline. I need to make a call. Yeah. Uh, an important call. And he goes, oh, oh, I, but I can see you're busy with the, uh, the angle that he walked in on. Jesus. Was like the most, not for me. <laughs> okay. Not for me. Yeah. Was the most embarrassing. Like I just, I, still to this day, Mahogany J. Ruggles, Davida Divine. Oh. The image embedded in my mind forever was behind <laughs> that door. <laughs> but I was just like, and we didn't stop. It was like, you know, yeah. just, you know, keep calm and carry on. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but it, oh, that only came back to me this second. I completely yeah. forgot about that. But yeah, it was so funny. Like I had a great time on trial, but I had a great time because I was with those two mad bitches. I mean, this is it, right? Yeah. They're but, fun girls. But it wasn't. Me, me and Russell tried a few other places. Yeah. One we went into and I barely was through the door and he said, wait, we're turning around. This place smells like hot piss. We're oh. out of here. Because <laughs> it stank. Then we went to a next place and there was six gays in there. Yeah. All salsa dancing. Oh. Salsa dancing. That's what you need here. Salsa classes. Like, Do you know what I think though as well? I think because it's so, that was like, that was actually 20 years ago nearly. Okay. Um, I think things have just changed as well oh. socially. So I'd say that's a big part of it. And then um, uh, I text Lemon, who's a Canadian drag queen. Oh, yeah. And I said... Is she based from there? No, right. And I forget how big Canada is. <laughs> it's like huge. huge. So I just presume she's been... Hey, girl, are you around? <laughs> yeah, I presumed like she might be. So, or that she'd worked there before. And she said, I've actually never worked there before, but actually I'm working there on Monday. Right? And I was like, oh, fab, I'm there on Monday. She goes, I'll put you on the guest list. Sent me the flyer. And I saw on the flyer, it said Quebec. And I was like... Quebec but then I thought maybe that's the region mm. sort of kind of way now Lemon ain't the sharpest tool do you know oh, what I mean it's a different city so Monday I googled the venue I'm going real excited oh at least that is like something good to look yeah. forward to she's four hours away yeah. four hours drive I said Lemon you are some fucking gobshite and it's so funny when you're driving it's like it's just like nothing yeah it's just like like the country oh really yeah which is like when, when we were in the car there was just you know like the, the motorway is just continuous you know not like yeah. here you know it's so the only two you went to Toronto and Montreal. Yeah, that was it. Anyway, I won't, I won't be back. Yeah. I won't be back. I won't be back. <laughs> um, on a sad note. Yes. Sophie Anderson from the Cock Destroyers I passed away. Believe, like, um, Veda actually texted me last night. Veda yeah. sent me, uh, she sent me Baggers Post, Baggers Post. Mm. And I just couldn't believe it. I know. And then you literally, you, you just, you posted and I was like, because... It's been so chaotic lately. Mm. I think her life lately has just been so chaotic. And there was a hoax mm-hmm. that about her death, like maybe a month ago. Yeah. Which, I actually meant to send you a tweet from one of her friends mm. that I'm not going to talk about on here because I don't think we should get into like yeah. that side of it. But like about like 
darker side of things like about that boyfriend but i'll, I'll send it to you it's later all, it's very so very tragic her and boyfriend passed very recently yeah and, and, then, and, I, and I to be honest and i know this sounds crazy but i actually thought i thought because he had announced her death yeah i and then it was that was a hoax i thought this was a hoax yeah about his death yeah and then i was kind of googling around and I, he obviously played uh football for something for i didn't come like full, full yeah. or something, was it? I don't something know. like that yeah and they they posted saying that he had passed away yeah. and then I thought and I actually thought she's not going to take this well I was kind of hoping that she'd she'd come out of bounce it. back yeah. to herself you know, kind of I way. noticed she was missing online she hadn't posted anything yeah. and I just I thought God love her like just she she had her demons mm-hmm. and I think she had a really rough time yeah and and we kind of all got to see that as mm. well because she was so honest but like speak about so someone who was truly and I like to like mm. the trans community and speaking up for the gays and just like always there and just the, the sex positive thing that like you know like especially like a place like Ireland definitely needs to hear more of but like well, Rebecca Rebecca to, um, she said on her post Rebecca Moore said on her post that for someone that was so outrageous and and out there she was very gentle and like I remember a couple of times she posted um saying she she wasn't in the good headspace whatever and I mm-hmm. just I DM'd her and I just said thinking of you I hope you're okay yeah. and she DM'd back and she and they were just really she was genuine and real she was very I think very soft person yeah I think just it's very sad really sad and like separate to that like when when we were booking the cocktail stories to come and do Dublin Rebecca was very much the business person mm-hmm. but on top of that it was very clear that she had Sophie's best interests at heart yeah. she acknowledged that this is where she's strong at and Sophie's yeah. strong at other things in fact backstage she said Sophie being wild on stage she's bringing that wildness and encourages her to like yeah. you know come out of herself so they were such a good partnership and I could feel they were true it, they were a true like partnership basically yeah. so it's so sad and when obviously we had Rebecca on this mm-hmm. podcast and she was very clear that she did not want to say anything mm-hmm. but, uh, like that would be any way negative about like Sophie's so yeah. there's a lot of love there do you yeah. know what I mean well I think that's it just goes back to respect as well she's like like whatever went down that would, like whatever and I'd say stuff did go down mm-hmm. I'd say there was more just like you know res- respecting somebody yeah. and if somebody says we're not talking and this is it it's not putting Putting someone else down, it's just exactly. getting you know. I so, admire that because that's yeah. hard to do. But anyway, positive memory to remember her yeah. is on stage in Vicker <laughs> Street. Um and Bewitched are doing Sailor V. Yeah. She's Irish dancing on the side of the stage. She was so excited that Bewitched were yeah, there. She couldn't believe it. She was having the no, time of her life. She saying, will we go out? Will we go out? Yeah. And we were like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if Bewitched <laughs> Yeah. But they were so, they kept like standing at the side of the stage and they were like, oh, like having so much fun. Just, yeah. I don't was, know if Bewitched knew what to make of them. No, they but didn't. But like, we knew what to make of them. They were real, genuine girls. Yeah. And um, they were so happy to be there. And also, yeah. by the way, no, didn't drink, didn't party, no. like just great energy. Just really, yeah. So, yeah. so oh, rest in peace, Sophie, because she was definitely one of a kind for sure. A hundred percent. Come here, I saw Napoleon. And? It's very long. Is it? And I saw it on 40X. Okay, so does that mean the thing, everything moves? Yeah, I'd never been to that before. Oh, really? And you get wet from water and there's like yeah. snow falling at one it's point. It's strange that, uh, that that movie would do that. 
I think if that hadn't been part of it, I would have been, I would have slept the whole way through. It went out, it's, yeah. it's historical and it's... I love a bit of history. I do too, but it's it doesn't really feel like a lot is happening. Okay. Do you know, do like you in a way, shorter? lots of different wars happened. Okay. He, he, there's a girlfriend, there's a wife. Josephine. They're trying for a baby. He's still in love with Josephine. I'm like, okay, oh. I get it now. You, yeah. You've hit me over the head with it a few times. I think Josephine was code for Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if it wasn't for that, Jesus. But uh, but also night two in Amsterdam, I was too hungover to do anything else except sit in the cinema and yeah. go right, stick something on. I must go check it because I actually, I do love a bit of vanilla history book and this movie Salt Saltburn. Can't wait to see that. That's I'm hearing I'm hearing crazy things about that. Well, like, everyone's talking about Barry Kilgan's Mickey, aren't they? I do, I, just, I don't know what there's a, there's a lot of talk about a lot of weird things happening in the movie, um, but it's intriguing me. And then there's some people saying that it's just really bad. Oh, so and I'm, I'm not really a movie buff, but for some reason now because there's a bit of talk, but I want to kind of see it. Yeah. Well, the, the promising young woman. Did you see that one? Loved that. Okay, same people. Oh, okay. So there you I go. loved that. Was so, the last movie that I really loved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. Same people. So that would probably like hook you in. Oh, okay. Um, and obviously, since our podcast, there's been all sorts of madness in Dublin. Dublin riots. Mm-hmm. Small businesses getting fucked up. I town for up. one night. Yeah. Riots. Oh my God. They took to the streets. Yeah. Thursday, Thursday. They were like, bring her back. And I'd have to say that the irony of being in Belfast... Yeah. When riots were happening in Dublin. Mm. Like, that's the kind of shit, that, no, no disrespect, but that's the kind of shit that happens in Belfast yeah. over the years. We were literally about to go on stage um, in the SSE uh-huh. and my phone just started binging, like yeah. bing, bing, bing. And I was like, what is going on? I was, this thing was getting zipped in and I picked up my phone and it was actually my mom texted me and she said, oh my God, they're going crazy down here. Mm. Um, they're burning buses. The Lewis is on fire. It was, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? You were away as well. I was away and, and it, it was, I mean, barely touched the news over there, but like Russell was beside me and I was showing him he couldn't believe because he's been here so many times. He's like, that's not a place I've visited. It felt like it was... War just, sound. Yeah, but it felt like it just, it wasn't real. Yeah. I was, and I, I think because I was away, I felt disconnected. I'm actually, to be honest, I'm actually glad I was away. Yeah, me too. Because um, at that time as well, that was like, that was like kicking up about half seven. I would have been getting ready to go in to yeah. do the show and I would have yeah, like, it would have been a mess. Like just with the cancel, the cancel the show. Which was definitely everything. the right choice because someone would have gotten attacked. I was sitting in New York. I was worried for so many different people. Firstly, there's so many um, like gay people who like are from all over the world here mm-hmm. and they're an easy target even without all of this happening. And I was like, fuck, they, they might get attacked during yeah. the streets. And then I'm hearing that they're going to start marching up to Leo Varadkar's who lives literally three roads down the road from me. And I'm texting my elderly neighbours saying, I don't know if you've seen any of this, but please stay indoors tonight because, yeah. you know, like they might That's be going to spa or yeah. something like that. And like they're, some of them are really frail too. <clears throat> I couldn't believe it though. No. Like I was, I was honestly disgusted but also glued. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It just on? was very, very surreal. Um, mm. I came back on the train on Friday and when I came back into Connolly Station, even when I was like coming down. Could see a clean up. There, there was just like, um, there was just, an, I got off the train and it felt like, uh, it felt like Christmas. Yeah. Like around Christmas, there was no one around. Yeah. And I just got off the train and then I got the dart home. I was like literally traveling and there was no one on the, no one on the dart. Yeah. That was Friday, like rush hour no one around Mental. and I felt like this the air was eerie like it, a zombie attack yeah it was grey it was very very strange and it was my mom's birthday that, that weekend and we had um, we've been trying to book a kind of surprise kind of like restaurant for yeah. for um, for all month we were like because everywhere's Christmas parties and everything of course. and we eventually found this place 
this little Chinese restaurant actually mm. it's been there for like donkey's years uh, we tried to book and, and they were like we're really really busy but how many people and it was for eight people and he said well we'll try and squeeze you in and when I went for dinner on Saturday night because it was a surprise we were all walking up and we, I passed a couple of restaurants that I tried to get reservations in and they were empty okay empty and when I went wow. to, empty when I went into Chinese our reservation was for like half seven restaurant was empty it didn't Jesus. really get full and there was a match on and everything so um, mm. it just I heard so many businesses I heard that a hotel down near the three arena lost 30 grand wow in rooms because or 30 grand just in you know in revenue I don't know if it was from rooms but 30 grand um, because of it yeah so so many businesses that's insane and like mm. like friends of mine who are in retail said that especially the ones that have their own businesses that they're like fucked from it as well because mm. it's like it's still people are still not as much coming into the city and actually maybe that's a good time to remind people that on our pay little things pod instagram if you go to our reels we have a whole list of queer businesses that if you did yeah. want to like get a voucher for or you're looking to shop actually i think we should do that again that would be great for i think i think we should we were only thinking about that before like so if there's if there's we're going to set up a little we're going to do when this comes out we'll start set up a little box on yeah. on one of our instagrams or something we'll Great. figure it out and we'll say anyone that you want to recommend um and we'll try and get through as many of them as we can because the last one we had lots a lot so we will yeah. try and get like independent little gift gift ideas yeah. send them in and we'll give you That's a shout genius. out yeah for yeah. sure for sure um okay uh we're gonna take a little break but before we do we had a lot of new Patreons, so I want to do some shout-outs. I love a little petty Patreon. Yeah, and honestly, if you haven't checked out our Patreon, our Patreons seem to come and don't leave, so there has to be a reason <laughs> that they're sticking around. And if you are a nosy bitch and you want an extra bit of juice, you need to find out why they yeah. are sticking around, because they're true. not leaving. No. Thank you so much to everyone who supports us there, because honestly, this is a free podcast. And I have abandonment issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's a free podcast. We do put in the work on it, and obviously we have Stephen and, and Sean making our videos, so <laughs> Every little helps, but let's do some shout outs. Yes, you know. please. And so, I love when I kind of know, kind of know them or know of them. I want you to flirt with everyone. Okay. No, there's a lot. So okay. Get ready, but I want you to okay. flirt. Uh, Sean McNeary. Oh, Sean, I wish you were just a little bit more near you to me. <laughs> <laughs> Irene Henry. Oh, Irene. Irene I scream I, <laughs> Irene. We all scream for Irene We all scream for Irene <laughs> Liam Ahern Liam Ahern Oh no relation to Bert Yeah I wouldn't mind <laughs> slipping a brown envelope into your pocket That's, That's very good, good isn't it See this is why you're the fucking flirt devil Do you know what I mean You're good bitch uh, Anto Riley uh, Oh the life of Riley <laughs> <laughs> Brian Nixon Oh Uh Nixon, Nixon, like president, Nixon, like Watergate vibes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. We've got Daniel Kelly. Daniel Kelly, even Des wouldn't lay you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch. Vincent Gavin. Vincent Gavin. Vincent Gavin Friday. <laughs> James. <laughs> uh, Paul Campbell. Like a tin of warm Campbell soup. I knew that was Shake going. it up. Tone Ryan. We love Tone. We love to all set the shows. Tone, don't we? <laughs> we do. Hayley Garvey. Hayley Garvey. Hayley's Comet. Uh, oh, so you put me on the spot now with all these. <laughs> don't worry, there's two more. Okay. Uh, we're going to well, do a Hi, Hayley. Hi, Hayley. Hi, Hayley. Christor O'Lorkin and Dylan Byrne. Shout out to all the people that are joining yes. us over there. Welcome aboard. Ahoy, yeah. ahoy. Check it out. It's yeah. patreon.com forward slash 
Petty Little Things pod. Yes. There is honestly about 80 podcast episodes, probably about 40 videos, and you're yeah. missing out on the hottest tea over there. Buckle up, buttercup. Mm. Uh, that's it. We're going to take a break. Yes. If you haven't left us a review, though, by now, maybe go and leave us a review. Yeah, well, actually, I haven't read a, re- a good review in ages. Oh, yeah. and we're doing video shout outs. Yes, we are. We're doing Christmas video shout outs. Yeah. They're on our, our podcast website, which is pettylittlethings.net. So if anyone wants a little special shout out this Christmas, we'll say whoever. Anything hello, we say want. hi, guys, to whoever you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just a little gift idea. If you want something kind of fun, something petty, if you want us to say something in particular, just. Mm-hmm. Or if you just yeah. want them to know that they are your rotter of the week, yeah. we can do that too. <laughs> That's no problem. Okay, we'll be back straight after this. So we are back and we are back with our rotter of the week. Cue the music. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And before we go into our Rotter of the Week, we're going to go into our Rotter Word of the Week. Rotter you Word. Have, you have a couple of Rotter Words, have you? I do. I want to write these down, okay, just as you say them, so we can keep track of them. Okay. And I like to look back and just go, oh, <laughs> every so often. The first one is festive, and it's actually two words together. It festive? Is, I don't mind festive. No, no, no. Silly season. Oh, I said that. Did you? I said that. I when? actually, I said it in a post, and Ninner Hughes, actually, oh. this is what he said, Davina, I thought more of you. But, but, but I do feel like it's silly season. I don't like no, but like oh, sure it's silly season. So I, I'm not going to put festive down. I put I put silly season as kind of one. Yeah, because because festive I think is actually no no I don't mind festive. When I hear festive, I think of Mariah, and I think that's fab. Absolutely, that is my first one. Just everyone like oh sure it's just the silly season now like drives me insane. It's actually well, just Christmas. Do you know what? It's people saying it's silly season when they just have to do one extra thing a week. That's yeah. not silly season. Yeah. Like I find Christmas silly season for me because I don't, I realize I don't do Christmas at all. Uh-huh. I don't put up a tree. Yeah. I don't fucking do. I don't do anything. Christmas uh-huh. isn't happening, but Christmas happening around me. Yeah. So it is kind of silly season for me because I'm like, this is fucking silly. Fair. That is fair. Do you know what I mean? I've, it's not silly season. I'm always fucking busy. I'm uh-huh. busy fucking fifty two weeks of the year. Uh-huh. This fucking bitch has to go to M and S and do a late night shop. That's not silly season. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking raid filling up our fear five hundred. Like, come on, <laughs> that's not silly season. Right, <laughs> go on. What's yours then? Uh, so my one is the word phlegm. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Phlegm. I do hate that. Like phlegm. I'm just gonna give you right. So the definition of of phlegm is viscid mucus secreted abnormal quantity in the respiratory. Passages, oh, okay, no. but spell phlegm, uh, 
P-H-L-E-G-M. Very good. See, because it doesn't sound like how no. it should be spelled. And that fucking annoys me as well. Yeah. I used to work with someone who constantly was, uh, what is it? Hockey and Oh, home. yeah. That's like, disgusting. It's disgusting. But they'd start with the yeah. thing and then like really like bring it up, bring it up, bring it yeah. up. And then... And uh, it would happen at least 10 times a day and my stomach would churn. Uh, there was a woman walking past me last week. She had her, she had her child with her and she's walking <laughs> along. Cheek. She's walking along and she just goes, <clears throat> like literally, like, she's like a fucking dragon. Oh God. And she fucking spit. Now, I mean, like she, she would have got it across the Liffey, I'd say. <laughs> she's she a fucking monster. And she fuck, it was actually just, it knew where Everett and Dave lives. If a fucking, it swear to God, the size of it, it was like, would have smashed a window of a car if she had a hit it. Like, I was like, what a fucking dog. <laughs> Did you say it? Uh, no, I didn't. I was just like, I, I was actually too, like, I clutched pearls. I was like, oh, the dirty <laughs> bitch. <laughs> okay, let's get into our rotters. Um, my first one. Yes. And this, this is this was triggered by going to see a show. I went to see Titanic, which actually yes. you'd love. Mm-hmm. It, it's Celine Dion is the main character. It's <laughs> I love that. Do you know what that's so funny? I had a dream last night yeah. that I was on the Titanic and it was sinking. Sure. And I kept saying, that's ah, grand. It's not going to sink yet. And I was still doing more bits that I had to get done. Yes. And I said, oh, and I kept looking out the, out my door to see where the water was rising because I wasn't going to leave till the water got to a certain point because then I knew that was my, and I, I was like, what the fuck is that about? <laughs> and I realized it's obviously because I leave things like till the, till the very minute that need to be done where I'm just like, ah, it's grand. Even though the ship is sinking, yes. I'm like, it'll be grand. And I, and I got out because yeah. I, I was like, I, it was like, I'd been through a ship sinking before and I was like, I don't know, sure we've loads of time. <laughs> it was disasters happening, but no, no, we'll be fine. <laughs> See, that, that, that's so funny that you mentioned that. That oh. literally saved it. Like, I remember I had to, I had to swim through a, like a porthole. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just, just ironic. But you survived. I survived. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a bag of drag. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting in Titanic, which by the way, Melissa McCarthy was at the show as well. Oh. Yeah. Uh, people were very excited by that. And it's, it's small. It's off Broadway. So it's maybe, I don't know, it looks like about three, 400 seats. And there's two gays sitting in front of me and the show is really good. It's okay. funny. But these two look like. They found fucking everything funny. Oh yeah. Everything. But what they were doing when they were reacting, and by the way, they were finding parts of the show funny that no one else was yeah. finding. They weren't funny. They kept slapping their legs like that. But the worst part, this is my rarer of the week. One hand claps. Yeah. One Clicks. hand gay click claps. Oh. Firstly, you've nothing in your left hand. So, you know, perfect. Yeah. I have done it when I've had a drink in my hand and, and a girl has come off mm. stage or something like that, like in the in the spirit of a drag show. Yeah. You're distracting everyone right yeah. now with your hand claps and your fucking leg smacks. So those two guys are my hours of the week. And then the one handed click clap. Can I say, I just wrote there, I wrote down very, something very similar. Go on. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to use this as well. I'm just going to add on. Add on, go on. Um, it's like when gays, when gay just becomes a personality. Yeah. And you become a caricature of it. Now mm-hmm. I know where two drag queens talking. I know, I'm I'm very aware of that. Yeah. But it's like what you're saying. It's like this constant need for attention because I'm gay. Yeah. It's very fucking annoying. Yeah. Because it's like it just it's that that's not interesting. Right. That is not if that's all you have in your 
in your personality traits, it's not interesting. No. And it's, it's borderline offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, if you speak in a certain, like, t- like language, yes, queen all the time. It's very You're annoying. also in that. It's very that annoying. Too. It's real annoying. Fair right, enough, give me one of yours. So mine is, and this is kind of funny because we kind of talked about it as well, is that people who post... Got the tickets. <laughs> Got tickets. <laughs> oh, couldn't get tickets. <laughs> Waiting for tickets. <sighs> Got tickets. <laughs> Fuck off. I don't care. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody yeah. cares because you know some bitch yeah. didn't get tickets. Somebody slept <clears throat> late. Somebody didn't get the ticket. No one fucking cares that okay. you're going to sit in row X of the fucking theatre. Absolutely. Nobody fucking cares. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so fucking annoying. And people do it all the time. And sometimes it's kind of, I think when you do put tickets up, it's like, it's kind of nice to say, oh, I'm going to see this. If it's no, no but if it's a kind of like race to the bottom. When you know people are really looking for tickets, it's a real kick in the tits yeah. when someone can't get the tickets and you're like, well, I got the tickets. <laughs> it's just like, actually, do you know what I mean? But yeah. if, if there's a show on, say, that, that's coming to town and you're like, oh, I got, got tickets for this and it's something like maybe people will like, yeah. don't mind that. Yeah, yeah, But it's yeah. just real like, well, I'm better than you. I also think you're talking about people who post with every concert going. Do you know what I mean? It's the every single time. Whereas if it's a person posting no, well, once. Listen, people post it basically to be like, I got them and <laughs> you, you didn't. didn't. And I'm just like, well, when I see you, bitch, you're going to get it. And I won't. So yeah. So that really annoys me. Okay. I'm going to do one more and then I'll tell you at the end, a few that I wrote down drunk that okay, were yes. rot, rot me. Can you read them? Uh, the yeah, coherent? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Shit party themes. Shit party gonna, themes. When you said shit, I was going to say, where are we going with this Victoria? <laughs> I was like, this seems to be an ongoing thing. <laughs> shit party themes. So New Year's Eve is fast approaching, girls. Look left, look right, um, because you're going to see a lot of shit party themes yeah. coming up. And and people forcing you to go with their theme. Do you, is, are these parties that people have in their house? Or is this party? Mm. Do you mean club parties? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Yeah. yeah. I hate club. I hate theme. And can I also say as well, nobody goes, nobody does the theme? No. The only people doing theme are the people on stage? Yeah. No one else is doing the theme? No. No. Like oh, it's uh, flappers, white, yeah, white, white yeah. party, <laughs> yeah, white. Wh- whoever goes out of the fucking house dressed head to toe in white. People in Florida, yeah, that's right. Yeah. People on holidays, <laughs> people living in the in St. Barts. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like masquerade ball. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh go straight into Fun Palace to pick yeah. up a few masquerade masks, <laughs> like black and gold party. Yeah, what that's else another is there? Um, what is it? Pimps and hoes? <laughs> no, they don't really do that one anymore. Oh, can, um, let me see. Eighties is the one. Oh, Eighties yeah. one sometimes yeah. or nineties one. I just I, I'm party. not here for it. So no. that's my word of the week. I saw well away a few parties being announced, and I was like, oh Jesus! Like, and also nothing original. No, no original no. idea whatsoever. So like two people sitting in an office going, oh, that'd be great, won't it? Yeah. And you're like, will it? Yeah, like who who wants a fucking team? Not me. Thank no. you. So I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't actually mind a masquerade ball if it was like actually like a ball. Yeah, you know, like something was, like fab, you know, like glam, like black tie masquerade like they do in the movies yeah not like some fucking minger with a, a stuck on velvet mask yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. they literally got into the two year shop mm-hmm. not for me mm-hmm. no siree no <laughs> okay what's your second my second one is um people who just cannot read a room yeah people who cannot read a room and read a situation where maybe something 
you know, maybe there's, you're in a rush. Okay. Maybe you're trying to get a task done. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And either people are having a blind conversation where they don't realize that this, you know, something happening or people that just keep talking to you when you're trying to do something. You're trying to send an email and you're focusing and somebody keeps telling you about, you know, Maureen down the road. Um, you know, locked her keys in her car or whatever. Yeah. And just like, you're, can you not see, can you, are your eyes broken? Yeah. Are you a dolly that when you lie down, your eyes close? <laughs> can you not fucking see that this person is busy? Yeah. Can you not see that? <laughs> like there's maybe somebody's in a bit of a rush. Yeah. Somebody's kind of sweating bullets and you're cool as a cucumber leaning there going. So I says, uh, yeah, I think I'll do the the back walls. Uh, nice duck egg blue. Like what you, yeah, why don't you fuck off? How about that? Yeah. That know, drives me mad. I know exactly read what you mean. The room, read the situation, read energies. Yes. It drives me mad. Mm-hmm. Stop talking yeah. at me. Don't talk at me. Yeah. Talk fucking to me. Talk to each other. Don't talk at each other. And it, I just, it's it's so outside my comprehension mm-hmm. that people can't see that. If yeah. I, I can read that, I mean, seconds. You can. There are loads who can't though. And do you know what? I I know some some people like that and their circle gets very small very quickly. They lose because friends. Because they lose friends. Because, because people are like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. You're like fucking, you're actually like melting my head. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, so that's that's uh, it. No, that, that's an important one. Okay, some fast ones that I have written down. Gym and coffee brand. I don't know why, but it was just gym and coffee. You know brand. the gym and coffee brand where like there's the t-shirts that say gym and coffee. Oh yeah, it's just I'm just like I don't know. That's a whole personality in itself. <laughs> that's what. That, okay, yeah. you summed that up perfectly. That was one. Um, that's like that's you see someone you see uh, you see uh, a coffee you see car keys and you see somebody walking like. A fucking idiot. <laughs> that's that's it. Walk into the car. Walk into the gym. Walk into the car. Walk into the gym. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, this is so. We've definitely said this before, but clearly, when I was drunk, I wrote people having fake fun on Insta. We can see right through you. <laughs> I wrote that exactly. Yes. Oh well, fake fun is my is my ultimate. Like forced, forced or fake fun. Like, come on. Yeah. Okay. Next is hotel key cards getting wiped by phones. Yes. It's twenty twenty. Yes. Can we just move on from this? Stop now? that, please. Yes. Stop it. Okay. Next is <coughs> these are about drag related. I saw a lot of drag while I was away. Mm. So lip syncers who don't open their mouth enough when lip syncing. I've yes. said it before. But open your mouth, girl. You're yeah. supposed to be looking like you're singing it. Literally, ventriloquist dummies open their mouth more. Yeah. And then drag queens who say they're not really doing drag anymore. They see themselves more as an artist. Um, I'm like, blah. And I wrote, blah, fucking blah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, well, that's just trying to make themselves seem better. Yeah. Or, and I think that's that's a big thing with drag as well. And there's, there's a few people that, that we know that, that it's like they want to differentiate. I'm not a drag queen. Yeah. I perform as. No, you're a drag queen. Yeah, you're a drag queen. We're yeah. all do you you have a wig on your head, you have lashes on your face. That that looks like drag to me. It might not be a good drag, but, <laughs> but it's on your it's on your face. So you are no better than me. Yeah. So they were my drunk ones that I wrote. I could tell because they weren't spelled very well as well. Um <laughs> that's it. We are gonna wrap up this episode. We'll be back in two weeks with Rotter of the Year. So this is when we're gonna need all your help. We need uh suggestions as who you think is your rotter of the year. Yeah. And then we'll pick one out of all of those. Uh, so keep an eye on our social media and we post in like little boxes that you can like yes, fill out. We have the the actual the image of the rotter of the year award. So mm-hmm. um have a good think about this year. Think about all the rotters that we've had. Think about things that really rotted you. Things about things that are in the media. Um like last year we had Enoch Burke was the rotter of the year last 
podcast, mm-hmm. which ironically has still, he, we're not going to have him. We're, we don't want no, to have him again. No the, repeats. The Burks, no repeats. The year before that, we had Leo Varadkar's Christmas yeah. tree. Um, and So we want fresh. We want you to dig deep. We want fresh. We want you to make us laugh as well. Yeah. So the more petty and ridiculous, mm. the better. Yeah, have a little think about it. Mm-hmm. And it, it can be anything. We're open to everything. So we're going to put them up. Um, but yeah. Let's see over what comes well. uh, And we are going to switch over now to our Patreon episode. This week we are talking about dramatic music, dramatic music, Davina Stalker. We had a special <gasps> request because we started this story and we never told the full story and we've had a request to tell it. So that is one thing. Uh, and I also have a juicy story. I can't believe you're making me relive my hell. <laughs> <laughs> my stalker hell. Oh my God. Isn't that what they always say? I mean, all the divas have a stalker. Well, the irony is that uh, that I just, I ran into her recently. Okay. She resurfaced. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. I mean, I'm ready, bitch. Hook me into it. Mm. I also have a story about Erica Jane uh, that is like interesting and juicy. So yes, uh, we will cross over to there. But until next time, stay stay petty. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.